listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Episode of Speaking with One Voice. We are here to add value to you and your leadership team each and every week. I'm so excited for the year that we've been allowed to experience. I just want to thank you for your support throughout this year as we're coming to a close. We've got one more show left for the year, and I just want to say thank you for continuing to tune in and to let us know that you're listening and to uh, that you're taking advantage of the opportunity to grow as a leader. It means the world to us. Uh, as we leave this year and get ready to go to the next year, I just want to keep uh, on your mind that we are in the middle of the pre-launch of our newest project called Critical Decisions Made Easy. It is a book that will teach you a decision-making process that will give you confidence as a leader in how to make decisions. It's going to help you with determining whether a decision is critical or not, and it'll also give you the courage it takes to make those tough decisions. But it's going to be a wonderful process and system, and you can get your copy today at RodneyRPayne.com. That is a pre-order copy, RodneyRPayne.com. If you'll click on the link there about middle ways through the page, and what's going to happen is you'll buy it today, We'll get it delivered hopefully sometime mid-January. We're waiting on our printer to get it back to us at this time. And for you pre-ordering the book, we're going to do a free live webinar with live Q&A on January 5th at 7 p.m. Central Time. When you go to the link on the website to purchase the book, you will be registered for that webinar, and then we will have that webinar on the 5th and we'll begin your decision-making journey. Then we'll send the book out to you, and we'll have other opportunities for you to continue to grow and and really learn and develop your own process. So we'd love to have you do that. And also, make sure you're liking, subscribing, and rating uh, our podcast. Uh, also, we have just recently launched our YouTube channel. It's also at Rodney R. Payne on YouTube. We're going to be housing some free content there for you, great content to help you as a leader. So make sure that you are taking advantage of all of these resources that we work hard to put in your hands to help you along your leadership journey. Let's get into today's topic. Today, I want to talk about the GOAT of leaders, the GOAT of leaders. GOAT is a term that has become popularized over recent years in relates to in relation to uh, athletics, etc. It refers to the greatest of all time. So if you're thinking uh, football, you'll often hear Tom Brady referenced as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. If you're thinking of basketball, you'll often hear um, Michael Jordan or a LeBron James as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And so uh, this term has, it, it really, it's being used so much, it's hard to determine what the GOAT really is. So as I was thinking how I might serve you today, I wanted to just talk about the goat of leaders. What makes you the goat of leaders? So I'm not talking about being a John Maxwell, who is the number number one leadership guru in the world with the number one best-selling book 
of all times. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership has been printed on three different occasions. The one, the initial launch, the 10-year anniversary, the 25-year anniversary. Uh, he is definitely the GOAT as GOATs go. But how can you be the GOAT of leadership, uh, the GOAT of leaders, uh, it, it, when you're not comparing yourself to others who have attained great things? I want you to know that you can be the GOAT of leaders today. You can be the GOAT of leaders today. You can be the greatest of all time because I find that there are four characteristics you're going to find in great leaders. And to be the greatest of all time, that means that you're going to be the greatest leader for those who you lead. And when they follow you, they're getting the greatest experience because of your leadership. So how do you identify yourself as a GOAT of leaders. First of all, I'm, I'm, I want to tell you, let's let's get off our high horse. We're not better than anyone else. So uh, we're going to work from a servant perspective and let the greatest uh, be your servant, right? The greatest one, one among you be your servant. Uh, we're talking about how can I make the greatest impact? So not can how, not can, not how can I be the, the biggest or the best or the most recognized household name, but rather the one that has the most influence in the area where I lead. John Maxwell, going back to him, he says that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So let's talk about being the GOAT of leaders. The first thing is you're going to have to be G, generous. A GOAT of leaders is going to be a generous leader. Why is this so important? Well, because a generous leader is always going to care for others, not appear to care or not do kind things for others, but genuinely care about people. And the best leaders of all times, the GOAT, are ones who care the most for their teams. You've got to make sure that you care if you want to be the greatest of all times. In being generous, it means that not only do you care for others, but you're fair concerning others. You, you want to do business and deal with individuals uh, fairly. You, you don't cheat people. You don't uh, take advantage of people. You do uh, deals of integrity. Uh, a generous leader is one who is going to be fair. And that's important for us to understand because uh, as you seek to grow in your influence, you can really only go as far as the team you have can take you. And if you abuse them or manipulate them along the way, you'll lose them and find yourself having casualties of war along the way because of your reckless leadership. But if you're going to be the goat of leaders, you got to be a generous leader, caring for others, being fair with others. And then generous leaders actually generate income by giving. Let me say that again. Generous leaders generate income by giving. And I, I, what I, when I say giving, I mean giving of themselves, giving a fair wage, uh, giving people favor or grace when they are uh, in, in, in a Un unsure situation. See, when you are a leader who is willing to give, uh, then it just works that the law of reciprocity, when you give, it's going to come back your way in other areas. So if you get too stingy or you think about, I, I like to think of this, whenever uh, we're on our journey and we're ascending up the leadership ladder and we're focused on working, we're working all the time and things are going well for us and we can't, we don't take vacations, we can't take time off, we're attached to our mobile device 24 hours a day, but something can happen, a life event can happen and in that moment, 
for whatever reason, now we can stop. It can be a major moment or milestone achieved in life. It can be a loss of life or friend or loved one, but that event can cause us to stop. And all of a sudden we can stop and attend to that and the world continues to go on and we're still effective leaders. If we learn the art of generosity as leaders, what will happen is when others have those types of events in their life and they're a part of our team, we're going to be generous in their personal time off. We're going to be generous in how we deal with them, give them the time they need. Because when people know that you care for them, they will move mountains for you. So as a generous leader, you want to make sure that you care for others, that you're fair, and that you know you can generate more income through your uh, giving, through your being generous with one another than you can by being stingy or being quote-unquote shrewd. I'm not saying to be reckless or to not be a good steward of what you have. I'm simply saying that if we will do more giving and be generous, we'll find that we can get more on the other side out of our giving. We're talking about being the goat of leaders, and the G is to be generous. Uh, The O is to be optimistic. I believe that optimism is not a strategy, but it is a requirement for leadership. Uh, Nobody wants to follow someone who is pessimistic, always down, always expecting the worst. That does not mean unprepared leaders. It doesn't mean uh, don't be a vigilant leader. It simply means that as an optimistic leader, you're going to expect the best. Your attitude of optimism is contagious and it generates the energy for others to perform and to work. So when you expect the best, going to work is easier. When you expect the best, uh, putting the effort in becomes easier. And when you expect the best, then you naturally are inclined to work with urgency. That becomes the key for us as leaders. We have to be with urgency. I I want to attach a word to urgency that is required for it to work. And that word is efficiency. So urgent efficiency. That means that we don't want to just work to work. We don't want to work so fast that we have to redo things. We want to work urgently with efficiency. So that means we need to take the time to get it right the first time because an optimistic leader is more than a pie in the sky leader. An optimistic leader is not just saying we win and that's it. It just happens. No, they understand there's going to be work required. They understand that there's going to need to be a need for urgency, but they also understand that there will be obstacles that require us uh, to overcome. As leaders, we must overcome obstacles, and, and somebody has to not only say this, but someone has to believe that we can take this mountain, we can close this deal, we can fulfill this contract. Somebody has to believe that, and that's where the leader is important, and you can't just say it and we not be equipped to do it. Again, optimism is underwritten by attitude and work ethic. Optimism is underwritten by attitude and work ethic. So if you are going to be an optimist, but you're not going to work, that means you are more delusional. You are making up things that are never going to come to pass. But when you are optimistic and you look forward and you work as if you know it's already won. You work as if you know you have the skill set to do this. You work with an urgency that, that says, I have to get this done, but you also work with an efficiency so that when you present the opportunity, it is the best possible opportunity you can present, and then you expect to deliver. 
Optimism is an attitude. Optimism is a mindset, and it's best understood when we are prepared for what we expect. And that's how we motivate or influence, if you will, the team to get on board and let's go do this. Just imagine if you have 10 people on your team and to a person, every one of them believes that we will win. Understand, 10 people on a team doesn't mean all 10 have the same visibility, all 10 have the same access, it doesn't mean all 10 have the same skill set or responsibility. But if everyone on the team, all 10, believe that by them doing their part that the team wins, you have a much better chance than when you have 25% of your people saying, we can never do this. If they believe pessimistically that it can never be done, then they are going to be working against you. So the 75% who are for it are going to have to work twice as hard to overcome the 25% deficiency. So it's important that we understand, yes, there are going to be obstacles, but you are a leader who knows your preparation, you know your strategy, so you expect the best, you expect to win, and you work at it as if you're going to win. You all know me by now. You've been following me for quite some time. I am an avid sports fan, and I simply love watching football. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and I've watched quarterbacks in particular who get on the field with less than two minutes left in the game, and they know they've got to get a touchdown to win the game. There are some that line up like, I hope this works out. They make plays, and they look defeated before they ever start. But there are others who walk on the field, and you give them the ball with two minutes left or less. For instance, we talked about Tom Brady being the great, the, the greatest of all time, the GOAT. When Tom Brady gets the ball with less than two minutes to, to play in a game, not only does he expect to win, his entire team expects to win, but the other team they're facing expects Tom to win. Those of us who are watching expect Tom to show up and win. He is just, uh, when you consider someone the GOAT, optimism and expectancy is the is the key. So just like he expects that whatever obstacles we're going to face, he's not going down the field uh uncontested. He's got 11 people and they've got coaches and they're trying to position themselves to stop him. But he believes that his team, everyone on the team is going to be, uh, be able to have enough to deliver in order to reach that ultimate goal. That is what it means to be optimistic. My dad would tell me as a boy, son, it's not bragging if you can do it. Uh, when you expect to win, it's not some pipe dream, but you know that you've positioned yourself, you're qualified, and you are ready to go. The, the, the goat of leaders will be a generous leader. The goat of leaders will be an optimistic leader. The goat of leaders will be an accountable leader. I know by now you all are sick of me talking about accountability and being answerable. But if you want to be a great leader, you must be a talk about what you want to be accountable to. You want to be answerable to your guiding principles. Every leader must establish guiding principles. If you're going to lead effectively and consistently, you must have guiding principles that are beyond you that, that determine when you are right or when you are wrong. You cannot have fluid guiding principles, but they must be fixed and established. I, I just want to tell you real quickly, my new book is uh, ready for pre-order. It's called uh, Critical Decisions Made Easy and 
that we're going to teach you about setting, establishing, and adhering to guiding principles. So you can get that at RodneyRPain.com. Let me continue on with this accountability because if I understand that my guiding principles are going to be uh, what tells me yes and what tells me no, what tells me I'm right, what tells me I'm wrong, I establish those not in the heat of battle, but I establish those before I ever go to war. That way, when I get in a situation, I'm going to make the decision according to my guiding principles. And I've got to hold myself accountable. I've got to be answerable to the to the principles that I set in place. So I, I, a, a leader who is an accountable leader also will consider themselves obligated to the team they lead. Someone who is a real leader and the goat of leaders will feel as if they owe those following them a certain amount of uh, productivity, performance, etc. So when you get a hold to the goat of leaders, they're going to go to work and work extra hard because they know failure to do so would put those who follow them in dire straits. Your leader is going to be well taken care of, but your subordinates or your team is going to require the faithfulness of a leader in order to provide opportunities for us to work and earn our our living so that, that we can make it. So the leader could just throw in the towel, but an accountable leader, the goat of leaders, will not consider their own bank account. They will take the hit first. One of my mentors, has shared a story many times. And and basically, it was when the stock market crashed back in, I think it was 09, around that time, uh, and there were going to be severe uh, staff cuts or at least a reduction in pay. And so what that leader did was that leader cut their pay first before reducing anybody else's pay so that everyone else could keep a job. So it wasn't it wasn't that they said, let me save revenue for myself by cutting you, but they cut their own revenue so that they could save or in favor of the, their team. So a leader is going to hold themselves accountable and they're going to honor a self-imposed obligation to those that they lead. And an accountable leader finally does not take shortcuts. Uh, an, an accountable leader understands that the risk associated with shortcuts uh, must be mitigated and dealt with in order for that to be a viable route. Otherwise, they don't take shortcuts. They do it the right way. They they do it in a way with integrity that allows them to continue on moving forward. That's what an accountable leader does. Why? Because they're the goat of leaders. The goat of leaders is a generous leader, an optimistic leader, an accountable leader. And finally, a trustworthy leader. The GOAT of leaders is a character-first leader. The GOAT of leaders is a character-first leader. They stand for something. They mean something. And they, they stand for what they mean. And they're going to be consistent in that area. And that's simply who they are. They do not let others change uh, their environment. In other words... A, 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 a trustworthy leader is one who is the thermostat. They set the temperature. They don't respond to the temperature because they're a character first team. So they're ones that if you have, if you have good character, they're going to go with you all the way. They're going to follow you all the way. They're going to support you all the way. And they're going to lead you with character all the way. That's a character first leader. A character first leader who is a trustworthy leader is going to tell the truth, my friends. They're going to always 
tell the truth. Uh, you cannot be the goat of leaders if you are uh, untruthful in your communication. It must be in your spoken word, in your written word, in your attitude, in your disciplines, in everything that you do. You have to be a trustworthy leader. And a trustworthy leader, my friends, is a reliable leader. That's right. You can count on your leader. When you work for the GOAT of leaders, you know that you can count on them to be there for you professionally. You can count on them to understand you're a person, not a machine. And you can count on them to, to deliver and lead you into a position to where you're your most productive and fulfilled because they are the GOAT of leaders. Listen, you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Rodney Payne, thank you for hanging out with me today. I want you to know that you, my friend, don't have to wait and be in leadership for 50 years to become the GOAT of leaders. You can be the GOAT of leaders today if you'll simply be a generous leader, an optimistic leader, an accountable leader, and a trustworthy leader. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice, and I want to thank you again. Let me remind you, please go uh, to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are very new in that space, but our objective there is to put additional content, much like this podcast, to keep you filled with leadership content that you can use in your leadership meetings with your teams and for your personal growth and development. So we want to connect with you there. So please go subscribe to Rodney R. Payne on YouTube. Additionally, don't forget Critical Decisions Made Easy. Our brand new book is ready for pre-order right now. You can visit RodneyRPayne.com. Scroll out halfway down the page. Click on the link. When you click on that link, it's going to register you automatically for a free webinar on January 5th at 7 p.m., January 5th, 2023 at 7 p.m. I want you to get that book. It'll, then you'll you'll pay $15 and we will deliver that book to you. Our goal is by mid to, end, mid to the end of January. Um, we're waiting with our printer to get that back to us. But know that we appreciate you helping us to bring this project across the finish line. And then we'll talk more about it as we come. But that webinar is going to be live with a live Q&A. So if you've got decision-making questions and you want to know about what we're going to be talking about, you can come in that room and it's free. Listen, I want to thank you once again, and I want to wish you a happy holiday season as we round this year out. Uh, thank you for being a part of our, our podcast each week. You, your support uh, gives us energy, and, and we thank you for the opportunity to add value to you each and every week. Until next time, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.